Welcome to Make Limited Podcast, where we talk about inspirational people, motivational stories, and what makes us better humans. We are looking into the history of this narrative in search of insight into our future. Our podcast will hit all angles of each story from bad to good, revealing what it takes to climb out of the bottom of the pit. We like to say, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It's our motto, and we talk about it here. Welcome to Make Limited Podcast. Welcome everyone to Make Limited Podcast. I'm so glad you're here joining me on another Blueprint episode for our first quarter of the year. If you are new here, welcome. We are so glad you're listening today. Here you will get insight to be inspired, motivated, and become better humans. Subscribe today and be part of the Make Limited Podcast family. And talking about subscribing, a huge welcome to our subscribers. Thank you so much for your support. We could not be here without you. I'm your host, John, and today we're talking about the blueprint of Elon Musk. What is there to learn about Elon Musk that has been in an article? For one, we know that he is the richest man in the world with a net worth of $223.1 billion, according to Forbes. He is the CEO of Tesla and has many startup companies under his belt. Some people would consider Musk a genius with a mindset to make the world a better place. However, my question is, what makes Elon Musk want to pursue his path of strenuous decision-making and being an effective influencer around the world? Is it the lack of family? How about the encouragement of millions of fans that support his work? So let's take a look and a walk down the memory lane to rediscover what made Musk Elon Musk. All right, so before we start and go into all the nitty-gritty, let's go into what some people are saying, for example, Forbes, about Elon Musk. So far, we know that Elon Musk, according to Forbes, he is right now the richest man in the world, right? We talked about his net worth. It's a lot, right? Uh, Second to him is Jeff Bezos and so on, so many other people. And it's just very interesting to know about some of the things that, you know, you may have known Elon Musk for. So uh, one is Elon Musk is working to revolutionize transportation, both on Earth through electric cars and uh, in space via rockets. So like SpaceX and stuff like that. Uh, He owns 23% of Tesla, but he pledged more than half of his stake as collateral for loans. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Tesla CEO stepped down as chairman in 2018 after making um, some false statements and uh, about Tesla going private. So yeah. Mm-hmm. SpaceX, Musk Rockets company, is valued at $24 billion uh, after the late funding uh, round in February 2021. He grew up in South Africa, then immigrated to Canada at the age of 17. He landed in the U.S. as a transfer student to the University of Pennsylvania. Now, here's a list of some of the things that Forbes has given him. And so here on the Forbes list, we have... Um, Number two, as Forbes 400 uh, 400 list, 
in 2021. Uh, Forbes said that for the billionaire list in 2021, he was number two. Uh, he was number one in innovative leaders in 2019. And 2025, number 25, <laughs> I'm sorry, in 2018, number 25 for powerful people in 2018. Number 12 in the riches in tech 2017. And in 2016, a global game changer. Uh, right now, personal stats of Elon Musk, he is 50 years old. His source of wealth is Tesla, SpaceX, and self-made. Um, Forbes gives a score for self-made to Elon Musk of 8. Uh, right now, his residency is in Austin, Texas. Citizenship, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but here right now, he's in the United States. Uh, he is in a relationship. He's right now, it doesn't say anything about being married, according to Forbes. He has six children, and his education is a Bachelor's of Art and Science uh, from the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, so some things that Forbes says you might not have not known or question of, did you know? Musk was accepted at a graduate program at Stanford, Stanford but denied it after two days of being there to start the company Zip2, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. As a kid, Musk taught himself to code and sold his first game, Blastar, for about $500. So that is some things that Forbes is saying about uh, Elon Musk. So before we go anywhere, we're going to talk about and go to the beginning of what made Elon Musk Elon Musk. Okay, so let's go back to Elon Musk's childhood. Let's look at back at his early life, and let's talk about it. So Elon Elon Reeve Musk was born on June twenty eighth, nineteen seventy one, in South Africa. His mother May uh, Musk is a model and a dietitian born in Canada. Um, and his father is Errol Musk, a South African electromechanic, uh, engineer, pilot, sailor, consultant, and property developer, who was once a half-owner of a emerald mine somewhere there in Zambia. I hope I say that right. Uh, Musk has a younger brother, Kimball, born in 1972, and a younger sister, born in 1971 um his grandfather joshua um was an american born in canada and musk was a british pennsylvania has british and pennsylvania dutch ancestry um his family was very wealthy in elon's youth um errol musk once said we had so much money at the time, we couldn't even close our safe. That's just beyond my mind. Um, after the divorce of his parents' divorce in 1980, Musk mostly lived with his father, which uh, he immediately regretted um, due to his father being a very, quote-unquote, a terrible human being. Uh, he says that almost every evil thing you could probably think of, he has done. 
And so, yeah, that is his childhood um, growing up. At the age around 10, must develop again his interest in computing and video games and acquired a um, Commodore VIC-20. He learned computer programming using a manual and at the age of 12 sold the code to, I believe, the the code for a video game to... um, to a technology magazine for approximately $500. Um, he was an awkward and introverted kid. Uh, most Musk was bullied throughout his childhood and was once hospitalized after a group of boys threw him down a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. He went through, I believe, about three high schools he attended. And uh, he moved to Canada at the age of 17 due to trying to um, escape being drafted into the military in South Africa. Uh, Musk arrived in Canada in June 1989 and lived uh, with his second cousin uh, where his mom was from in Saskatchewan. I believe that's the way you pronounce it. And... And he worked odd jobs uh, like a farmer or a lumber mill. In 1990, he entered Queen's University. And two years later, he transferred to the University of Pennsylvania, where he graduated in 1995 with a Bachelor's of Science degree in Economics and a Bachelor of Arts in Physics. Uh, so in 1999, he, Musk held two internships in Silicon Valley. In 1995, he was accepted to the Doctors of Philosophy uh, for the program in Material Science at Stanford University in California. Uh, Musk attempted to get a job at Netscape, but never received a response for his inquiries. He dropped out of Stanford after two days, decided instead to join the internet boom, and launched an internet startup. There is a line full of things that Elon Musk went through as a child. And, you know, we could say in both different ways, because I've seen many articles, I've read them, and I've seen a lot of documentaries online that people have read from him and all this stuff, and... You know, it's 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 hard for people to really consider that he had a hard childhood and he had an easy childhood. And so the point that I want to see here and everything that we're talking about today is what makes him want to be in the place that he is now. And so getting to where he went the direction that he went through is a lot. We can say that you can say a lot of things inspired him. For example, uh, maybe some of the things that inspired him was being bullied at school, you know, and that was something that pushed him to actually focus on reading, which is one of the main things that he did. He went even to the point after he had no books to read to start reading the encyclopedia. I mean, you know, who does that, right? But that's the thing that separates people from others. Another thing is that 
he did not have an ordinary childhood. In his youth, his family was wealthy. And so when I go back and look at his youth and I'm like, okay, yes, you know what? His, his childhood was not easy and he didn't have a good home where most kids grow up with, right? Where your home is peaceful, you know, your parents are working, they come home, you see them and everything is good. On his case, that was not what was happening, right? There was a lot of violence going on and his father was not the nicest person right? Which 10 years into the marriage that, you know, his parents were in as he grew up, divorce happened at the 10 years, which affected him as a child. And so, you know, knowing that you're getting all these difficulties at a young age and you're starting to realize it opens your mind to different things. Now, if you agree with me or you don't, um, I want to say a comment that probably is controversial in a sense. And it's this, kids that go through more tragedy at a younger age are more prone to see things as they are, or in other words, reality. And that is more real to them, the kids that don't go to adversity when they're younger. And the difference is, is that one sees things with, you know, color rainbows and another sees with what it is, black and white. This is what happens if you do this, black and white. And I think this was one of the main causes that made Elon see things very different because his attention was around an area where there was no lack. For example, this is what I mean. There was no lack in money. Being born in a poverty area or people who are born in poverty areas, their concern is trying to survive, trying to work for the next meal or paying off bills or doing stuff like that. And that's what their parents' concern is, right? Again, many people are born, born in different circumstances. There's nothing I'm saying against Elon Musk, but the circumstance was different. Okay, the circumstance was different. And the thing that separates these two people from, you know, people who are wealthy and people who are not is the thinking process. There's a point that even Elon Musk's sister uh, says that they risk more, right? And which is true. When you're able to focus on one thing, right, you're able to really focus on it and Put your whole attention on that, right? And let me give you a better explanation. Take, for example, the city of Babylon, right? When it was back then, and they were very advanced for their culture. And they made a lot of things that still today we use. A lot of mathematical things that today we use. But what was the difference between them and other cities or countries around them. Well, the thing was, they were really rich. They had an army. They were able to create laws, and they were able to have that time where they didn't need to worry about conquering here, conquering there. They had the money to pay people and to get a bunch of people to study and separate classes and different people to do different things and teach people and study 
a lot of things that they were that we use today. Better tools, better equipment, better, you know, battle equipment or whatever the case may be. They were able to do it because they had the time. They didn't need to worry about feeding their people. They didn't need to worry about if someone's going to attack me because they were the strongest, they were the richest, and they were able to be lavish with whatever they wanted. But they used it wisely and they focused on growing their knowledge. And so when it comes to the place like this, like Elon Musk, he may not have grown up in a poverty home, but he did grow up with his family being wealthy. Of course, the comment that his father made, there was so much money that we couldn't even close our, our safes, right? Now, was it all happy? No. Which I think, in my opinion, was the case that allowed Elon to see things in black and white, be curious to really go and be uh, curious about how things are and how things come to be. You know, that was one of the main things that he was curious about as a, as a young kid. But the bullying, the, the, the dad being, you know, very, very evil, and as he you know, remembers him as, uh, or knows him as, books were a place where he could escape. Again, he learned to code at the age of 10, at the age of 12, sold his first, you know, game. But that, all of that would not have happened if he didn't have, one, uh, wealthy people, that he came from. Two, his family, all of them were, you know, introverts. I mean, extroverts. And they would go everywhere and risk a lot and invest in things and really go out and, and do things out there because they wanted to do things. They had the money to do it, so they would invest in those things that they wanted to. They wanted to become a pilot, they would become a pilot. They wanted to, you know, buy a boat and go on the boat, they would do it. You know, Elon Musk's par uh, parents would actually go on a one, uh, on a single plane or whatever, I don't know how you call it, and they would fly over to places to go and, you know, have a picnic somewhere else. <laughs> That's not a normal childhood. <laughs> Does that make sense? And so, you know, this whole part of how he was growing up was really effective to who he is now. Because he grew up a head step of people, and he grew up with the, the bullying and all that stuff, which catered him to go into his books, his studies, his learning, his curiosity, and his interests. Because kids that are younger don't, and, not, and grow up in a poverty area, have a hard time in really focusing on their interests because they're worried about other things that their parents want them to focus on. And so these things were the difference between the worlds that made Elon Musk today. Now, these were things that he was born with and from. And what I want to point out here is not that wealth is the difference between being successful. And not being successful. You know, if I left it there, then we could say that if you're born rich, then you made it. If you're born poor, well, too bad, so sad. That's not the case. The case here is how you think. The difference between rich people and how they do their, their, their area is that they think differently. 
they risk things in their life, and they know knowledge and information network. It's important for you to switch your mentality that you may have now, that it may be a negative one, or it may be one that you don't believe that things can happen for you, that everything is against you. But the mentality needs to change. Your mentality needs to change. And we see it here with Elon Musk, that his mentality was fruits from his grandparents, from his grandmother, from his mom, from his dad, that were all self-made entrepreneurs. You know, his, his dad was an engineer. He became an engineer. His mom was a nutritious model. You know, she would do, she would uh, have clients where she would help them with the nutrition. She was a model. She would do contracts. All of those things he was able to see and, and be a part of. So what does that make us different? That you need to be a part of those things. That you need to go out and, and put yourself out of your comfort zone in areas that you want to be a part of. You want to be a model? Okay. Go and learn about models. Go and see models. Go and go and, and see how contracts are made and how to get into all that modeling area. Why? Because it's important to know the information before you just jump into it. Don't just jump into something without knowing about it. If there's one thing that I advise every single time from what I've learned is know the business that you are going into. It's very important to do that. And so going back to Elon Musk, we see all the steps that Elon Musk took as little. Everything that was beneficial for him, he took. Books were beneficial for him. Why? Because he saw life as black and white. This is the way things are, but what can I do to make it better? What can I do to really learn and push myself through something? And I believe it was one that books created that space for him to really apply his learning and open his mind to different abilities to have. And not only that, but think differently. And I think that was one of the innovative things about him that we see today. We see that he thinks different and he sees the world different, but that's because he grew up in a different world. And not only did he grow up in a different world, he grew up in a world that he saw needed fixing. And he thought of his own way to fix things so that they could work according to how he lived. And through his lessons and, and life and the people that he talked to, he was able to come up with things that would benefit him. Some of the things that we see is, one, before the, he was drafted to the military in South Africa, he went to Canada to stay there. And then he went to the university there and then moved to Pennsylvania because it was his interest was in tech, right, to further that area. And he moved to, he interned in Silicon Valley and graduated from Pennsylvania over there and got his BA and his BS and in engineering and uh, physics. And then he saw, instead of going into getting a doctor's degree, he saw that it was just way better for him to start something than to go into a doctor's degree. And the reason for that is there was more opportunity for him to be in this area of tech world and the opportunity of what the internet was becoming instead of getting a doctor's degree that he was going to go into a job. He saw things differently than what most people did. And I think this is effective because almost in every area where he joins a company, they make him CEO of that company. For example, Tesla. Tesla, he was not the owner or, or even started it. It was other two people that started it. I believe the Zip2 
It was his uh, brother's idea. From there, it became something else. And then they started X.com, which became PayPal. And then he bought X again from PayPal after it was sold to eBay. And he started SpaceX. But all of that had something that he benefited from. When he sold those companies, uh, for example, he had 11% of stocks of the company of X, which was PayPal, in which he got $100 millions of dollars, which he used to create SpaceX. And so all those things, the connections, the relationships, the people that he knew and the people that he connected with, he had to become more than himself and grow into something that he believed he saw in his life. So he moved towards that. He created that for himself. So my question that we see here when we ask, what makes Elon Musk want to pursue his path of strenuous decision-making and effective and be an effective influencer all around the world? I believe it's just one thing, and that's my opinion, from what he says that he wants. From what I see, I see that he wants to be a person, not only of influence, but he wants to be a person that he benefits from the things that he makes. And I know that sounds very selfish, and it sounds like, you know what, you know, you're not looking at him in the way that he wants to be, in the way he says. And I believe that people say two things. One, when they're in front of the camera, and two, when they're behind the scenes. In front of the camera, you will say what makes you feel or if people feel better. But behind the scenes, you know what's going on. And we see this in many different episodes and that he comes out in looking at his life, and looking at everything that he's done, I mean, you can go, he's created, he created Zip2, he created X.com and turned it into PayPal, he created SpaceX, he, he was a part of Tesla and now CEO, uh, he created SolarCity and the Tesla Energy, uh, Neuralink, which is another thing that he's created as well from that you, it's like a little chip put in your, in your mind and it's supposed to help with a lot of things that can help cure. The Boring Company, a construction tunnel for Los Angeles where they can go underneath, with, I'm sorry, Las Vegas, where they can go underneath the ground and travel faster to different areas. I mean, he has made so much that it's super crazy what he has done. So where does that leave us where does that take us? In conclusion, learning about Elon Musk takes us to a place of breaking down the self. Because there's a lot of things that he went through as a child that if he would not have gone through, it would not be who he is. So in putting all his story together and trying to find, trying to find out what made him Elon Musk and what developed him, it was the struggles that he went through struggles i know so many times we try to run from struggles we try to prevent struggles we try to get away from them but in reality it is the struggles that takes us where we need to be take for example when you're building muscle when you're building muscle you have to create stress so that your body can recover and build on that and your muscle develop bigger my only thing for you and advice is build the right stress per se in the area that you want to be at. Meaning, make sure that the stress that you're going through is something that is worth it and not something that you, you're putting yourself through because you want to make it to the next day or you want to make it to the next week or month because you want to pay your bills and you want to do that. 
You want to do this. It's important to understand that if you're going to put yourself through something, make sure that it's worth 100% for you. 100%. Because that's what we see here with Elon Musk. Every step that he took was to benefit him. Whether you see it that he did it in a selfish way or you see it that he's, he did it because he was the one putting in the work for everything that he wanted to, to do. And again, I mean, there are so many uh, interviews that he says advises people not to do what he did. But there's some other interviews where he says that, you know, if you want to do what you want to do, you might as well do it because you only live once. And that is such a powerful statement because I think so many of us are out there trying to just make it day in and day out. And I know that's tough. That's tough. We see it in history with, with countries, with, with people, when they try to just spread themselves and try to just make it on a day-to-day basis. But the truth is that if you want to do something great in your life, if you want to achieve something you never achieved before, or if you want to get out of a situation that you, you're in, know that it is through stress it is through the problems and through the 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 strenuous decisions that you have to make in your life that are going to be what pushes you out of that area and not just because it sounds you know very heavy and and word doesn't mean that you're going to go through like oh my gosh persecution all this stuff what that means is sometimes the hard work is just brain work (laughs) and and that's how simple it is sometimes we we think that we need to like, you know, go out there and do all this hard work. And when sometimes it just takes brain work and that is even harder than when we go actually do physical work. Why? Because it's the learning process. Sometimes we need to learn things, understand them, and then go. And sometimes we need to just go and learn as we go. It depends on how much you want to accomplish. One of the things that we said when we talked to uh, Carla, when you want to do something, you do it because you know you were born to do that. And this is what Make Limited is all about. We talk about, in, in, in the last season, we talked about things in our lives that people have gone through. And this, this season, we're talking about things that can move you forward in your life. Because if there's one thing that I believe is holding a lot of people from doing what they need to do is not really venturing into what they really want to do in their life. And I think that holds back because there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of doubt in what they're doing. And and I know it's hard. It's hard. It's difficult. I'm not saying it, it's going to be simple. But I'm saying that that hard part, you have to go through it. That difficult part, you have to go through it. Why? Because it's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you better. And it's going to put you through a process where when you go through that process again, it's going to be like a piece of cake. And then sometimes it's just going to be another level of you reaching. But know that those things that you have to go through, you're going to get through. And it's not going to be easy. But when you get to where you want to be, it's rewarding. And that's why we talk about it in Make Limited Podcast. Because we want to encourage you, want to inspire you, motivate you. To be better humans.
All right, you have reached the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on Make Limited Podcast. I hope that you are inspired, motivated to be better humans. You can reach us on Facebook at Make Limited Podcast, or you can go to our website, makelimitedpodcast.com. Let us know how Make Limited Podcast is making you a better human. Catch us on the next episode where we will talk about the blueprint of Nike before Nike. It's going to be incredible. Until then, stay awesome, and I'll be talking to you later. Peace.